My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is a championship bow hunting podcast fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me and my guests as we give you bow hunting tips to take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 69. Today's show, we're going to be talking about micro diameter shafts and my opinions as to benefits and qualities and how they differ from a standard shaft. Uh, before we do that, I want to send a shout out to today's show partner, and that's Hoyt Archery. Check them out at Hoyt.com for the full line of their current products that include the Defiant series. I'm enjoying my Defiant 34 and getting it ready for the season. So to talk a little bit about the different diameter shafts for hunting primarily and some of the qualities, some of the benefits that are arguable in some cases, and, and mainly the, the micro diameter shafts. I mean, you've got the injection or the pierce from gold tip now that are that 0.166 diameter, um, really thin shaft that in the, in the case of the injection, you're having to go to a different insert system altogether as far as uh, the deep six style of, of points that, that, that are compatible for those shafts. What gold tip did was try to go around that and create their outsert with the standard diameter or standard components that could fit in the outside of that shaft. Now, the main arguments how those shafts are, are beneficial are in a crosswind because there's less surface area, you get uh, less influence from, from, wind, from windy situations, from crosswinds and that kind of thing. The other benefits that you can see that some people argue are that as the diameter of the shaft gets smaller, the wall usually gets thicker. And in turn, thicker wall can mean a uh, stronger wall, a stronger shaft in many cases. You know, another argument is it gets better penetration, of which, in my opinion and the way my brain works, I've never shot stuff through a ballistic gel and, and never done that. I've tested some stuff with some other, with some metal and some wood and some other things, uh, and then just shot some into some animals as best I could when I've used different style shafts. And I actually did take my turkey with uh, an, uh, a pierce, excuse me, the last turkey I shot here in Nebraska. But my opinion is if you've got a broadhead that's cutting your inch and a quarter, inch and an eighth, inch and three quarter, two inch cutting diameter, and once it blows that hole through the animal, unless you're hitting bone, it's pretty difficult to see that that shaft's really going to get hung up that much in an animal. And again, I, I, I'm not speaking from a technical or scientific standpoint. That's just an opinion. If you're blowing a hole through an animal, hide, bone, meat, flesh, whatever it be, and your broadhead is doing its job, there should be, whether you've got a 246 diameter shaft or a 166 diameter shaft, I have a hard time thinking that it's going to be that, the, the benefit's going to be measurable. You know, in years past, when people used to shoot uh, aluminums, they were a lot thicker, a lot fatter diameter shaft, and arrows were blown through. So, to me, the the benefits that are measurable are crosswind, uh, less surface area, also a, a thicker wall shaft. Those are the two bigger benefits that I see in a, in a micro diameter shaft. <clears throat> now, your uh, your 204 diameter, which is still smaller than the standard diameter, which is like your eastern axis and your kinetic chaos, is an arrow that really appeals to me. And I've hunted with axis, you know, many years ago when, when they first came out, and I really like that arrow. 
super strong arrow. Like I said, I like the, the benefits that it had with a little bit smaller diameter, but a little thicker wall. The kinetic chaos are what I'm really hoping to hunt with this year. And the reason is gold tip has done some testing and they have a display, which is really cool that they, they put an arrow in a, in an easy press and they flex that arrow and they get it all the way to they they basically bottom that easy press all the way in and it just flexes in and out in and out and they, that shaft doesn't break they've put an eastern axis in that same display and the arrow blows up you know and and i like the eastern shafts but that kinetic chaos just seems to be a much more durable carbon shaft um you know the full metal jackets are in that category as well the thing that I don't like as much about the full metal jackets is if you're shooting a lot, if you're practicing a lot on 3D targets or you're out in the field and you're judging yardage and you're doing that kind of thing, you happen to miss a target here or there or you happen to hit have to hit a really dense target, dense foam, uh, you'll see those arrows sometimes hold a bend if they get bent. You know, whether they you miss the target and hit the ground, uh, you hit a, a 3D target on an angled shot or like I said, it's really dense. You can You'll see those hold a bend sometimes. So to me, I don't really care for that situation because it's not a fully bulletproof shaft in my opinion. Uh, I've been hunting with the standard diameter shaft the last two years, a pro hunter, and it's been great. It, it seems like the components, they fit easy. Everything sleeves inside the shaft like we're used to. Um, it's, it's a very durable shaft, that gold tip pro hunter, very straight shaft. But I do see the benefit of going to a little heavier, thicker walled, shaft like a kinetic chaos and like i said that's where i'm going to start breaking down some testing here in the next couple weeks to where i'm going to set up some some pierce some injections i'm going to set up some kinetics uh and also some standard diameter shafts and we're going to be pretty much doing some destruction testing i'll let you know more as to what the tests entail and that stuff will be available on, on the videos that we're going to be putting up I guess, like I said, just going back to what my opinion is on those shafts, I like to pick the straightest shaft I can right out the gate. I think that there's benefits to that. Uh, you know, it's arguable that if you're cutting enough off of an arrow shaft that you can get by with a 003 straight in the shaft, and you usually can. I mean, it, depending on how much you're cutting off, you know, most shafts, the tolerances are, are measured out to 28 inches you know, I'm shooting about a 27-inch arrow, 27-inch carbon-to-carbon measurement on my arrow. But but again, I just like going with the straightest shaft possible. I spin my arrows. I'll cut the imperfections off, if I can, off both sides. And I'll just roll from there. So there's, there's much to building a, a quality arrow, which that's kind of a different topic. I just wanted to touch on some of the features of, of the micro-diameter series shafts. On the positive side, now going to the negative side on the microdiameter shafts, again, I, I mentioned briefly that the, one of the, the selling points is better penetration. To me, that's hard to measure. So I, I, kinda, I don't make that a negative, but it's just kind of a neutral ground topic. The one thing that I don't like about the microdiameter shafts, again, is the, is the, like, on, on the injections, for example, the deep six, you've got a smaller ferrule on your broadheads, your tips, everything. It just, we've all heard the horror stories of certain broadheads breaking off right at the, the base of the, the broadhead. And, you know, whether it's a, a cast 
broadhead or if it's all solid, you know, stainless, whatever the case may be. But once you start taking down that ferrule size down, it's it just not as strong. Now, in the gold tip side of things, the Pierce and, and in the Vaps and some of the other ones that take their outsert and they, they taper it to a standard diameter size shaft or, excuse me, a standard components uh, size, I don't, I'm not as in favor of that as well because it's almost like a Band-Aid system. You're, you're, you're depending on the component for the strength as opposed to using some of the carbon on the inside to also give you strength. Now you've got everything on the outside. To me, it seems like a Band-Aid. Um, shot some of the Pierce, like I said. I've, I've had some friends shoot some of the Pierce, some of the guys in the shop, and I've seen some of the components, not just on the gold tip, uh, also on injections and some of the other ones that the, the they just the components are breaking on the outside of the shaft. You know, standard foam 3D targets, other people shooting into broadhead targets. It seems like there still needs to be some there still needs to be a better system developed for the micro diameter shaft, specifically the point one one six straightness. I think that I'm gonna be more in that two oh four diameter if if i can get the components to fit well because even on in this this scenario of a chaos i don't really care for that outsert i'm going to go ahead and myself take the uh, hit inserts from an axis and uh, do a a really good job of cleaning out the inside of that that gold tip chaos and i'm going to go ahead and seat some of the the hit inserts in my chaos and do some testing with those as i think that's a better system and you know people interchange components all the time on arrows you'll see target shooters that have eastern arrows with uh you know a soma knock or gold tip shooters having an eastern pin knock or whatever the case is most of these component sizes cross over not, not all of them some of them do so why shouldn't you try to make the best scenario possible or the strongest situation for your arrows you know just by trying different components out so i'm going to go ahead and do that some like i said i'm going to basically outline what we're testing uh, with the arrows and there's going to be a couple different tests that we're going to be doing that I'm pretty excited about once we once we determine what shaft and accessory I would say uh, not accessories but the component system is an optimal fit for what I'd like to do then I'm going to go ahead and get into some more of the downrange uh, speed testing and kinetic energy and momentum that kind of thing like 60 80 yards and just really understand uh, my setup as best I can so that way I can give you guys some information as far as things to consider or maybe testing some sim- some of the similar tests out that, that I'm going to try here here at the shop. Hope you enjoyed the topic. Uh, like I said, it's it's kind of just scratching the surface as to what's to come because it's a heated debate with arrows. I don't have a lot of experience with the Black Eagle. I don't have a lot of experience with the Victories. Uh, we may end up trying to, to mix some of those arrows into the mix. Just I don't have anything against them. Just primarily at, out of my shop, we sell the, the Easton and the Gold Tip brands, some Carbon Express, and that's what I want to focus on because that's what my customers really see uh, in the shop. But a couple things. If you haven't uh, registered, Alpha Bow Hunting pre-registration uh, is open discounted rate through the end of April. We've got our uh, new t-shirt design up for the month of April. Also, the hunt video, the the little recap that I put together with my son Dominic's turkey hunt, 
will be up. Uh, it's up on Vimeo. I'm going to share it to the to the Facebook page as well and try to get it up on YouTube here shortly on the Alpha Bow Hunting YouTube channel. So look for that. Hope you all have a great start to the week, and we will check you all out soon.